Ready for something scary? Okay! You're in the right spot. The Ice Scary Podcast collects spooky, creepy news stories to discuss and give you chills. Whatever. Just so you know, hosts discuss topics they've just learned about and have no prior knowledge. Their views are just for your entertainment. Hello! Welcome back to Ice Scary Podcast. Joining me today is our guest host, R.C. Pashik. Well, hello, Anne. How are you today? Fantastic. I'm, uh, I'm excited about our stories. We got some good ones. Are you ready? I'm sure you do. More than ready. More than ready. <laughs> Super. Let's jump right in. Um, sure. The first one is called Bring the Dead to Life. So this is about a new technology that a couple goes down they have breakfast what's on the agenda for the day have a wonderful chat just a regular day a great start to their morning and then the husband turns off the technology see you later his wife disappears and he goes on about his day his wife by the way can't go on about her day because she's been dead for three years so somehow this technology brought the dead wife back to life. Huh? That's interesting. You think? Because I don't know. But but they haven't said they've done it, though. They they didn't say they did it. It's a possibility. Well, they're, so they actually have a device. They're actually working on it. It's more. Hmm. So I guess, right. It's they've they're probably beta testing it. And it's, do you think it would be like those goggles that you wear, the virtual reality ones? I don't know. I mean. Uh, I think we need the full story now. <laughs> Sydney, take it away. News. Bring the dead to life from Futurism News. Technology could allow us to bring the dead back to life, or at least a very good impersonation of a dearly departed loved one. Imagine waking up and having breakfast with your spouse or child, then going to work but your spouse or child has been dead for three years. The simulation lives in a verbal environment which can be accessed by a new device called an Oculus Rift. It's filled with torrents of data assembled by a team of technicians to recreate the image, voice, gait, laugh, and mannerisms of anyone, all to make a perfect copy. The creator was inspired by the death of his father to turn fantasy into reality. He believes it's a natural progression since 200 years ago, most people didn't even have a picture of a dead loved one. And even a few decades ago, they didn't have video. But soon, simulations could accurately imitate those who have died. Once the stuff of science fiction, the technology is real and it could change the way we say our last goodbyes. I think this is dangerous territory. Uh, it reminds me of that movie recently, the Hugh Jackman one, where he was all going into people's brains, including his own, and he couldn't get over the death of this woman. And he just, you know, lost himself in this memory of her. The movie is Reminiscence, now playing on HBO Max. Are we talking AI where it's actually like a robot that is your, <laughs> you know, your the person that mirrors who you're? No, I, I believe it, it's virtual. It's virtual reality. So it's right. um, hmm. it's more that you're 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 seeing and witnessing uh, and possibly interacting, although it would have to be 
not in real time, right? So it would have to yeah. be more of a memory that you're reliving and you get to watch it and you can, I guess you could work out a script of what you want to say. I don't know. Would that be healthy? I'm just wondering. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I, I'm thinking, you know, you, you know, part, part of the grieving process and somebody, you know, you don't want to forget memories. Let's forget, you know, I'm not suggesting that, but, but you do need to right. move on. You need, do need to. And I think if we look at some of the movies where somebody can't get past the person leaving them, this is just like a, a hook to, you know, stay in that world that I don't think is healthy personally. That, that That's just my opinion. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree with you. Cause to me, I don't know. I, I, once again, what can some technology like this spawn in people? If it made them feel worse, would they go out and do bad things? Mm, uh, good point. That could be a movie. I mean, I have seen something like this in a movie or a TV show. I can't remember recently, but the guy went down in the morning and he had breakfast with the kids when they were little. And then, you know, he went off. And so you had the feeling that he lost the kids. And so I don't, I don't, I, I can't remember which movie that was. You see something like that? Yeah, I've seen several movies. But if you were reliving a, a memory and your kids are still alive, that could be cool. So let's face it. People are going to choose to do this. And I think that's something we should yeah. dive into is what's the motivation to to choose to do this, you know, and, and spend the money to say, okay, my significant other, let's say, has passed away and I want those memories captured and be able to relive them. I mean, I think that has some, some merit to it. I mean, you know, if you're happily, lovely, lovingly uh couple that you know we're together for many years and you don't want to part from that yeah but is it a grasp at a straw to hang on to the past that that to me is where the, you, you may so soon lose all your regality of what you're living today right right so, so think how distant we are already from people thanks to technology although here we are we're doing this remotely so it it benefits us and it doesn't benefit us and i feel like this could it's is taking you down a road that could really screw up a lot of people. <laughs> just, yeah. I mentally. And think of that coping mechanism too. Yeah. How could it not mess with your brain? How could you ever move on and accept someone's gone? If you could go pretend to have a meal with them and talk to them every day. Right. And like something that felt very real. Um, I think this is bad. I think it's very bad for the majority of people. I think, what about you? To me, it's like a drug, right? If you can't live oh, without good. that person, now you're going to go down the road of, it. so I think that's your coping mechanism now is, is, you know, we all want to feel good all the time. So if, if you've lost something you, yeah. you've dearly loved, and now you're going to attach yourself to its, your former memories, the former self, you're going to, you know, you'll never do anything outside of that because you'll probably find the happiness you need um from those memories but there you are right it's it's yeah, what if it was it's, under like a doctor's right. um observation you know someone was watching you and could sort of weed you off it or on it to help you through mm -hmm. a depression maybe but what about if somebody used it to stalk someone oh my goodness yeah i mean how much are they gonna go to <laughs> yeah how much are these wow. technicians the guys the guys creating this gonna make certain that it's some loved one and not some uh, girl next door that you just really, really want to know better. I mean, yeah, absolutely. What, what's the motivation of the developer? 
Well, uh, his father. It was because his father had passed away and he wanted to collect all the memories and have a moment again with his dad, which is wonderful. I mean, I can get I can get behind something like that. Most people don't totally go nuts if when they lose a parent because that's expected, right? Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, to visit with your dad again, yeah, that'd be great. But there are certain levels to this that really freak me out. <laughs> I don't know about you. But even a step back and go, okay, so you have memories of your dad and, and there's things that you want to relive or maybe, you know, I don't know if there's an opportunity to learn about new things or things that you never got from the relationship, maybe. I don't know, you know, what the... Yeah. What the development capability of the software is or how they, you know, they talk about torrent data and, you know, just things. That, is it really that realistic or is it a, is it more fantasy? Is it really a fantasy that you're just mm. you you're convinced that it's there, but it's really not real? Then I would say it's not healthy. Yeah, me too. Well, and and the thing is, which, which generations could you actually use this for? You, I mean, not everybody is filming every second of their life to give you enough data. So and nowadays they are. Oh, absolutely. Well, nowadays they are, yeah. but I couldn't do this with for my parents. No. Uh, you know, no. yeah. I don't. Ha- I mean, it would be pretty limited. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Overall, I would kind of say it's like a drug. It could be a drug to someone not healthy. Maybe uh, with a doctor's supervision, it could be better. But uh, I, this is to me that point of where something had has a, a good reason why they started it, but it could go so bad. I mean, this is the start of a really bad movie. <laughs> Well, we haven't actually, we've only dived down one side of this. What? What about from the person that's passed away? What about their wishes? Oh. Would you want to be captured in a virtual virtual reality mask that somebody could? I mean, yeah. It's kind of freaky. Stick, you know, be viewing you all the time and in, in your memories. Like, would you want to keep on living like that? I mean, you're not personally, but. But. What's your wishes? I don't know. That's a really good one. Would you want it? I mean, I guess for some people you wouldn't. What if it was an ex that wanted it? They would have plenty of pictures of you. And after you're dead, they would feel the right. So yeah, that I would hate. That would not be good. After the stalking thing. Yeah. 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 I just, this has so many gray areas that really could turn out bad. Yikes. Think of the family situation, right? So somebody does pass away. There's a lot of emotions around that. And now you have somebody, a husband or a daughter, you know, anyway, a relative, but but collectively as a family, not everybody's going to agree with this. I mean, I also can see some, you know, behind the scenes of families fighting over whether this is right or wrong or, you know, you know, litigation. People are going to, Absolutely. well, and would you want to remember, would people, would some people want to remember arguments? I mean, wh- you know, where do, <laughs> do you where, 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 choose? where do you drop, draw the line on this? I yeah. feel like this is a mess, just, just a mess waiting to happen. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, don't forget, you know, we're also in, in, the, we're probably not the right people to talk about the technology side. There's, you know, I think these types of things, I always feel when somebody's inventing something. That's why, I mean, I understand his motivation, but we also have to think that somebody has a bit more vision than that to go, there is a need or this is something, you know, these are visionary people. You go back to Apple, all these different things that were developed technologically wise. 
this has probably got some capture somewhere. And so who is that person? Me personally, I'm Ooh. on the same page as you. I don't think it's so me. Then, but... So then could you buy an experience with Steve Jobs if there was enough <laughs> data right. out there for them to create? You know, they've done that for for like Michael Jackson had a, yeah. a show where Absolutely. he appeared in the 3D. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it really opens a Pandora's box of possibilities. Which is kind of exciting. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, yeah, and I, and I don't like. I think what you talked about with the famous people and 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 where maybe rights are sold in a way that um, it's honoring the person and those types of things. If if it's got that kind of um, spin on it, I think there's some more legitimacy around it. But sure. to say I'm going to take my, you know, dead spouse's memories and put it in this big, you know, and then I'm going to just relive it. You know, that's how we started out talking about it. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. Yeah. And the hacking people can hack into stuff and then they could oh, create yeah. whatever they want. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm going to say, no, uh, I time out on this one. I would not do it, but I don't think there's a chance that we could stop it. Uh, heavens. No. Yeah. Yeah. Heavens. No. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's look at our next story. Absolutely. <laughs> This one is a bit weird. Oh, yeah. I think you'll <laughs> like that. <laughs> so it's uh, it's called Check Under Your Bed. So this one starts in an old house that's making some funny noises. Were you just upstairs? I thought I heard footsteps. No, I've been in the garage. Geez, who's up there? They investigate upstairs and find someone hiding under the bed. Oh. Okay, that's creepy. Go figure. I think we need to jump right into the full story on this one. Take it away, Sydney. News. Check under your bed from BuzzFeed News. A man broke into a home in New Jersey and hid under a guest room bed for three days before the homeowners found him. Police said the man was discovered when homeowners heard weird sounds in an upstairs bedroom. They crept into the room and peeked under the bed, spotting Jason Hubbard in a tight spot. He was charging his phone in a nearby outlet, but gave no excuse for being in their house. They instantly recognized him as a former boyfriend of their daughter. They'd dated five years ago, but it didn't end well. When Hubbard tried to run, the couple's 28-year-old son blocked his exit and held him until police arrived. Hubbard gave no explanation why he chose their house, but police learned he was homeless. It's not clear what the man did for food and how he relieved himself when he had to use the bathroom. Hubbard was arrested and charged with burglary and criminal trespassing. Hmm. Okay, there's so many things in this one that, you know, he <laughs> he had no reason for being there, yet he dated. You know, I mean, there's a reason he's there. The guy's yeah. creepy. I mean, let's just uh, take that box right away. Um, and three days and he didn't go to the bathroom. I don't care what he was eating or drinking. There's some, I think there's some false statements in this, uh, some exaggeration in this story, potentially. Well, maybe they just didn't want to get into sort of the, the gross details, oh, uh, you know, maybe they didn't want to say, yeah, he relieved himself all over the floor and it was the but smell that smell attracted us. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, I don't know. And it's a, it did say the guest room, and but it's the daughter's room. So maybe it was the daughter's old room. So clearly he had been to the house before. Yeah. And um, yeah. I he'd have to know she wasn't there. Uh, anyway, I love... Yeah, to me, the, so- the, the prime... The prime part of the story was that he he went there to charge his phone. <laughs> right. For three days. <laughs> now that I can understand. I mean, sometimes, you know, we've all been in a situation where, come on now, where am I going to plug this in? I just needed to charge my phone, man. Yeah. You think there was alcohol? Maybe he literally passed out. Maybe it was just, you know, on a bender. And, and the only thing he could think of was, you know, his last true love and stumbled through there and ended up passing out. I don't know. But you know what triggered me at the beginning of this story? So, you know, um, I used to work on the road with a crew and uh, back in the day, and we checked into a hotel once, and one of the guys got there a couple hours before us, but we didn't see him. Well, he actually went into our room, because he did the hotel bookings, and laid beside one of our beds for two hours while we got in there, you know, turned on the TV, relaxed, and then he stood up and scared the living daylights out of us. It was, oh, it was wow. beyond scary because you're just assuming, because being a guy, like we shared rooms back then and you're just kind of, you know, chilling out for the night. And then this third guy pops up out of nowhere. So anyway, that's why I was laughing really at the beginning because that was running through my mind going, okay, this is a good practical joke because this is a good one. So, but, it's, so you couldn't even like hear him breathing and he was yeah. in the same room with you. And I was wow. in the bed. Where he was kind of like on a queen bed, whatever. He was on the floor beside, and he just laid there still as could be for almost two hours. Yeah. yeah. So he was asleep, right? No. Oh, he wasn't no, He asleep? did it on purpose. He did this to scare us. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he was the funniest thing ever. Um, but anyway. Oh, my god. But the story turned creepy. I mean, as soon as you mentioned, you know, he dated five years ago. And, yeah, there's just yeah. – this yeah, is stalking or um, – Again, you know, we always end up talking about mental capacity. And yeah, yeah. There's got to be something That definitely there. is a, a, a through line to these stories. Um, yeah, I mean, so at least to me, I you understand why why he ended up there. But I still, I agree with you. He had to, you have to eat. I mean, obviously you have to drink. But you, you can't go three days unless he like, you know, really... Pork, porked out on something before you got there, but then you still have to relieve yourself. And I, <laughs> I totally think they lied. I think they found him because of yeah. the stench. Yeah. Uh, or, I, you know, there just... could be a window in the room. So if we go back to the guest room, he could have been coming and going. I mean, in theory, and mm-hmm. you know, maybe this is just a place for him. Maybe he was, you know, you did mention he had no place else to go, but That's here's another true. road to go down. What's the police questioning? Like, you know, they wouldn't let him go. So the police get there and they're like, okay, what are you doing here? You know, now you got to dive down the road of, well, you know, at what point would you ask, oh, how long have you been here? And the guy says three days, you know, really, you know. Oh, but like, so, there's no way to prove that. So why did he say no. three days? Like you said, he could have said, oh, I just got here. So, hey, when the son caught him and they said they, they you know, held him for the police, do you think they held him in a bathroom? <laughs> I think the guy was like, please let me go to the bathroom. No, I think the way it sounded, he was trapped under the bed. He wouldn't let him out from underneath the bed, nor would I. Yeah. I mean, who knows if that guy can stay there. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? 
could you imagine hearing something and checking? Like you think, oh, maybe it's the cat, or you know, I don't know if they had a cat, but and something. And you look down, and it's a person. Yeah, but how many of us would react? Uh, you know, there's also people out there that re- would react violently to that situation. I mean, you find yeah. somebody in your daughter's bed. I mean, it would go back to the not it would not be a good outcome for uh, a lot of the scenarios <laughs> that I can think of. Um, yeah, exactly. Not smart. Okay, so I guess we've learned um, check under your bed tonight. <laughs> well, they say that about um, the monsters anyway, so that makes sense. Okay. And don't hide in somebody else's house under a bed. It's really not going to turn out well for you. So what if he's under that bed? What if he's looking for an alibi? Maybe this guy created a crime, thought the only safe place to go was here, gets under the bed, and then figures he can't ever leave because the police are looking for him. I mean, they didn't go into that when the police showed up, but maybe this guy's just literally hiding out from drug dealers or whatever, right? Something else is going on that this is his safe haven because he thought nobody would ever find him here. And he was one place he remembered to go to. I don't know. I love the way you think. I, that works mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> hey. It's always like, what? what's the other reason that he did this? Right? I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the police had some work to do with this guy. Well, what did yeah. they do with him? There's the other thing. Okay, so I get he's being charged, but I mean, you know, it's a pretty non-aggressive. I mean, you know, it, it all ended without incident other than, like you said, maybe a Criminal shower trespassing. or a I don't mean burglary. Yeah, but... I guess that's just breaking and entering a charge. Yeah, um, I would agree that he's he's out there now looking for another bed right? to hide under. <laughs> did you look under your bed today yet? I mean, you never know. No, I, I haven't. I'm going to have to go check. <laughs> I don't think he knows. Uh, I don't think he knows how far north of Canada I live. So I think I'm pretty safe. No, you're I'm okay. Safe. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. He's closer to you in New Jersey than he is to me in Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Have to map that mm-hmm. one out. Yes. Watch out. Yeah, Watch that was out. a good story, though. I do prefer the creepy ones. Yeah, that one's a creepy, and it's nice. Well, you're the tech guy, so I had to put some tech stuff in there. Ah, I like it. I like it. No, it was good, Anne. Appreciate it. Well, thanks, Darcy. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for joining us again for another set of I Scary News Stories. We'll be back again to try to give you the creeps. Oh, yeah. Everyone at I Scary Podcast would like to thank you, the listeners, for joining us. And thanks also to our newscaster, Sydney Story, our announcer, Zach Mercer, plus our Step Into the Story actors, Grinnell Morris, Sydney Story, Zach Mercer, and a couple IA programs, one from Speechalo and the other is Synthesis. Last but not least, we get our sound effects from Zap Splat. <laughs> Join us again, if you dare. The Ice Scary Podcast is produced by Wyatt Pashik and Ann Kimbrough. Copyright April 2021.